Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Jen Harrison. Good morning, Jen. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Sid? I'm doing good. Now, before we get to the story about your dad, which is a harrowing story, yesterday I kind of floated the idea with Arthur Wright Dollar, the back and forth, you know, Curtis Lee was contending that there was a meeting and Cuomo was ready to replace Eric Adams at any moment. Idala says, I spoke to Cuomo. Nothing could be further from the truth. I still believe Curtis, by the way. Uh, but at any rate, I floated the idea yesterday of uh, bringing Cuomo on, assuming, of course, that that coward would come on this show and talk to me. And I didn't help myself just now. I know that, but that's fine. Um, would you want to hear Andrew Cuomo on this show? Because nobody, including Curtis and maybe even Janice Dean, likes Andrew Cuomo less than you. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I would love for him to go on your show and answer some hard questions. And I know that you would be probably the only one that would would ask him and wouldn't let him get away with the lies that he's been able to tell everybody else and, you know, call him out. He's the one that single handedly destroyed our state and, and the city that I love so much. So, you know, over my dead body, will he become mayor or or any hold any political office ever again without having to answer the fact that, you know, he, all the crises that he claims that he's now our savior of, he actually created the mental health crisis. He's the one that closed down psychiatric facilities, the, which cre- helped create the homelessness crisis as well by, you know, releasing people through his corrupt parole board into the prison-to-shelter pipeline. He's the one that forced bail reform by refusing. He didn't just push it on us. He refused to sign a budget without bail reform. So he's the one that, that made New York a sanctuary city and, and a state that and, and passed the green light laws by giving illegals licenses and then automatically enrolling them to vote or registering them to vote unless they opted out and checked that box on their own. So everything that, that he that we're going through, he created and over my dead body said, so yeah, he's a coward. He's definitely not going to go on your show, but I, I would love for that to happen. Well done. Jen just explained uh, it all to you. It's shocking to me that as bad as Eric Adams has been, and I like Eric Adams as a person, but as bad as he's been, that what you just outlined is some really evil stuff. And some of the stuff that Eric Adams is struggling with, direct result of what Andrew Cuomo did. Yet, yet these idiots in New York, these moronic New Yorkers, our people, the dumbest people on the planet, in the latest poll, two to one, would vote for Andrew Cuomo over Eric Adams. You believe that? It's it's astounding. My, what short memories we have. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's get to uh, to your dad, because you sent me a text, a harrowing story. First of all, uh, for you and your mom, I'm glad he's okay. I think he's okay. I'm glad he's yeah, okay. He but thank God. Uh, thank God. Okay, but the VA really did their best to kill your father. Tell us about the story. <laughs> so it, it was my birthday last week, who I happened to share a birthday with Andrew Cuomo. So, you know, I, I was going to that, that, is still un- that is still unbelievable that nobody hates him, nobody more than you, and you have a birthday, which I did announce on the air last week, you and him. 
Yeah, you you did. I think Curtis's tooth popped out too. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, you know, I got a call from my mom on my birthday when she went to visit him. He was at the VA in Northport, Long Island, because my dad is a veteran. Um, and she said, you know, we almost lost him. And my heart just sunk. And I, you know, I started finding out exactly what transpired. And he had a, he went in the week before for what should have been a very, very simple procedure, a biopsy. And the surgeon that performed him, performed it, nicked him. Um, it was bleeding, which went undetected. He was let go, which it was an outpatient procedure. And then, uh, you know, I saw when he was, we, I lived with my parents because they helped me out with my son a lot. And um, nobody can afford to live on their own anymore as a single mother in New York, thanks to Cuomo and Kathy Hochul. And um, I saw the color draining from his face at the kitchen table. And I, I told him, I said, something's wrong. I think you're bleeding interna- internally. You need to go to the hospital. My dad's a, a tough guy and, you know, old school. He's, I'll go tomorrow. I'll go tomorrow. Well, he started leaking blood profusely, and he Jeez. he went to the emergency room. He wanted to go to the VA, which we all told him not to do because they have a very bad reputation. But he went there anyway. He's very stubborn, and he was admitted. They knew that he was bleeding somewhere. He couldn't have a colonoscopy to determine where the blood was coming from because he was on blood thinners, so they had to wait for that to get out of his system. And as there, as that's happening, he, you know, at night, Tuesday night, he felt like he had to go to the bathroom, but he also felt very dizzy. So he kept hitting the call button. Nobody was coming. Nobody came. How long did he hit that call button for when nobody came? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably like maybe a minute. Okay. Um, so he, which, you know, my dad, like I said, he's a tough, stubborn man. So normally he would just go by himself. So for him to even hit that call button meant that like something was seriously wrong. So he got up, went to the bathroom by himself, and couldn't. He, a lot of blood came out all over the bathroom, couldn't even make it back to the bed. There was a chair by the door, by the hallway, so he, he just, he like sunk in the chair and started losing consciousness and started praying that somebody would come and find him. And it took a janitor minutes later um, that, thank God, he walked by and found my dad, and my dad said, you know, please get the nurse. And then, you know, a couple of minutes later, he, all he knows is, like, there are eight people working on him in a panic saying, what do we do, what do we do? So it turns out that the, the battery was dead in the call button, and my father almost bled to death right there in the hospital in the mm. VA mm. because of incompetence with the surgeon, and he wasn't assessed properly when he was admitted, I'm learning, and because of equipment failure of a, a, a stupid little thing like a call button. And, you know, my dad was in the Army. He Thank God he played football uh, for the Army, so he didn't get sent overseas or to war or anything. But, you know, the VA treats people that put their lives on the line um, to defend our way of life and our freedom. And the way that he was treated there, the way that my family was treated when we were asked questions is is really unacceptable. And I think that our veterans and people that fight for our freedom deserve a lot better. I know we've been talking about the VA for years. And I know that President Trump, for example, um, hired some fine people to run that, but that's really been a uh, an issue, a problem for many, many years, yes? Yes, and it's gone extremely downhill from there. And my dad even said that, you know, everybody in that hospital said that things were a lot better under President Trump. And uh, they, they uh, sorry, I dropped something. They, the morale <laughs> is low. The nurses hate living there. 
uh, hate working there. Nobody wants to be there whatsoever. And they said 100 percent everything was much better under President Trump and that Biden really does not care about them. Unbelievable. Well, just another example why uh, our friend Donnie has to win in 2024. But uh, on a good note, your dad is okay. That's that's all I really care about. I know the VA has their issues, but your dad's okay, and uh, therefore you're okay, yes? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I plan on raising holy hell about this. I, I'm gonna, going to use my platform and my experience as an advocate to advocate for veterans and make sure that they have the utmost care that they deserve. Um, I really want to thank Rep- Congressman Andrew Garbarino's office for his their rapid response to this. I would like to thank the House Veterans Affairs Committee, Veterans Affairs Committee for their rapid response to this, and also Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, who was on the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee, um, for for her rapid response to this. And we're we're going to fight to make sure that our veterans are taken care of. So, what do you think about uh, your son JJ? There's a really cute picture of uh, JJ sitting in my chair with my headphones. I'm standing next to him on my Instagram. He's a really, really cute kid. So I guess a couple of days ago he grabbed your phone and he found my name in your contacts and he started texting me as if he was you. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, very innocent, thank God, because he's a young kid. It was very, very cute. But what did you say to J.J. afterwards? Oh, I, I said that you texted him back, which was really cute. Thank you. I, you guys are buddies now. It makes him really happy. But we had a, a super day in the city that day. Um, thank you so much for your hospitality and, and treating him the way that you did. That that was the day after I found out what had happened with my dad. And, um, you know, my son didn't know. And uh, we, we really needed the distraction. We went on to, to film a documentary with Newsmax, and Rudy Giuliani was right before me, so he got to meet the mayor. And nice. I had an amazing picture with him. It was it was an awesome day, and um, you know I'm just I'm just really proud as a mom that um, he he's smart the way that he is, and uh, you know he has a lot of respect for what you do. He has a lot of respect for uh, Mayor Giuliani. He knows exactly what he did, and um, he'll grow up voting Republican. Thank God. Yeah, that guy is a smart kid. Rudy, uh, the latest that I just saw on TV, may in fact probably will testify today. Something I did not think. Rudy would do, but it turns out the news is reporting. Rudy Giuliani set to testify today. But uh, in terms of you and your dad and J.J., your mom and everybody, I love you all. Thank you for hopping on this morning. And uh, get to work. Make sure the VA gets better, okay? Oh, I, I will. I plan on raising holy hell, so good. you know me. <laughs> yes, I do. That's uh, Jennifer Harrison, folks, Victims Rights New York.